Are your wiper blades chattering, skipping, or squeaking? Don't let streaks or smearing on your windshield compromise your visibility. When it's time to replace your wiper blades, stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts and see our selection. Our professional parts people will even install your new wiper blades while you wait. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't-miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. The secret to catching prize-worthy fish? Fishing like a local. Jonas Knox here with Fishing Booker. The valuable knowledge of a local guide can turn a fishing trip of no bites into the best catch of the day. Go to fishingbooker.com to discover thousands of local fishing charters from all around the world and create your perfect angling adventure with their easy-to-use online booking system. Visit fishingbooker.com and book your trip today. Fishing Booker. Fishing trips made easy. Hey! Thanks for listening to the Two Pros and a Cup of Joe podcast with Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox, and myself, LeVar Arrington. Make sure you catch us live weekdays, 6 to 9 a.m. Eastern or 3 a.m. to 6 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. You can find your local station for the Two Pros and a Cup of Joe show over at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FS. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Cherry at 115. I'm doing 60 down a warm whizzy. And the truth down the avenue. Yeah, I don't want to do it all like that today, guys. Why not? Because I'm just not feeling cherry reddish today. What color is it, though? Um, cherry blue. Yeah. <laughs> Come yeah. on, man. Cherry bluish. Come on, Jonah. Hey, you you can't disappoint Jonas. He needs things to be the same every day. Yeah, they can they can never there change. Is. There it is. Little so once dig. you're cherry red, Lavar, you gotta stay there cherry red, is. man. Yeah, little little, man. little dig to the ribs. There. Cherry red. Oh, there Brady Quinn, oh. just digging to the ribs. Cherry red. Hey, I'm just trying attack. to keep things the same for yeah. you, man. Well, <laughs> just trying to keep here. things the same. Uh, it is two pros and a cup of Joe here on Fox Sports Radio. LeVar Arrington, Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox with you. You can hang out with us as always on the iHeartRadio app. You can find us on hundreds of affiliates all across the country and wherever you are making us a part of your Friday. We appreciate you doing so. We will take you all the way up until 9 a.m. Eastern time, 6 o'clock Pacific, and we do it all live from the TireRack.com studios. TireRack.com will help you get there in unmatched selection, fast, free shipping, free road hazard protection, and over 10,000 records. Recommended installers, TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. So there was uh, an interesting move made in the NFL yesterday, and it makes you wonder what the hell's going on with one team, and it's the Pittsburgh Steelers. Their general manager, Omar Khan, was on the Pat McAfee show starring A.J. Hawk, and he reported that a Mitch Trubisky extension should be done shortly. It'll be a two-year deal. And this coming on the heels of them announcing that Mason Rudolph would also be back. And Kenny Pickett is still the starter there. But it's interesting that they wanted to make sure that the backups were in place with Kenny Pickett coming back for year two of his role as starting quarterback for the Pittsburgh Steelers. And it just makes me wonder, 
Is there some concern about Kenny Pickett considering, and this doesn't get talked about a lot, he also, much like Tua, dealt with multiple concussions last year. Is there some concern by the Pittsburgh Steelers that he will be ready to participate in a full season next year for Pittsburgh? I was going to ask you guys, um, did he have two? Yeah. Was, uh, you know, I remember like reading about that, and my, and my reaction was what you just said was, why was so much of it made about Tua, but not as much discussed about Kenny Pickett? Yep. Do you think it was just more Tua's injury history coming into the league, or was it the matter in which we, we saw those concussions and we kind of were, were more led to say, oh, these are – you know, they, they looked more vicious in nature or maybe just because of the timing in which they happened. I think Tua's symptoms looked worse, which is Like weird. the immediate, the yeah. immediate of like, it. Like yeah. his hands. Like him falling back down. Yeah, his fingers. Gang yeah. signs. Yeah, like locked up. No, they were not, Berto. They were oh. not gang signs. They were just. <laughs> <laughs> he was throwing up sets. <laughs> Dang. Oh, my neighborhood they, they, they say signs. in moments like that, you reform to your greatest, <laughs> greatest form of training. Jeez. So. Damn. Um, yeah, but it, but it is interesting because the Kenny Pickett stuff just sort of kind of flew under the radar. Nobody really talked about that. I think one of them he self-reported as well, too, and was like, yeah, you know, I don't feel all that good. And then they pulled him from the game. But, yeah, he, he suffered as many concussions last year that we know of as Tua did. And yet here the Steelers are making moves. Like, I, I thought that either Mason Rudolph or Mitch Trubisky would be gone. This offseason. Yeah, they track, they're keeping all of them. Which is kind of weird, no? I mean, I, I, I'm three quarterbacks, I guess that's becoming the norm. Is that the norm now? I mean, three quarterbacks, you, that used, you could used to say that's three. You're one heavy, you know, if you keep three QBs. But that's what they've done. That's what, that's I what mean, they've that, done. Yeah, that's what they've done. It, it, in, it in used Pittsburgh. to be the norm. And then they changed the third quarterback designation in the 2011 CBA, or 2010-2011, whichever year you want to throw it on. But they used to make that where you could dress all three, and the third guy didn't count against it. But as soon as you needed to put him into the game, you would literally take a player who was on the active roster, deactivate him, and then activate your you know, your third-string quarterback. And then and all that stated was that guy's now active to come into the game, and the starter may no longer come back into the game. That's the player who you would be deactivating in this case due to injury. Well, once they got rid of that rule, teams stopped keeping three on their active roster in part because they kind of thought to themselves, look, if we go through two quarterbacks in the span of a week, we got a problem going to a third-string guy anyway. So we'll have an emergency third-string quarterback. We'll get through the game. That li- the likelihood of that happening is so low, it's not worth it for us to keep that veteran guy who's going to make close to probably a million bucks a year. We can get a million dollars in savings. Uh, or let's just say we'll put him on practice squad. Well, he'll get you know, maybe a third of what that veteran would be paid. So uh, that's, that's how they have dealt with it for a period of time. Some organizations are different. But it is interesting that, you know, with Pickett being drafted, they're coming into his second year, you keep Trubisky, you keep Mason Rudolph, who also signed back. A lot of stability in that quarterback room. And I don't know if that's just a lack of confidence they have in Kenny Pickett or it's, it's maybe more they like the direction of where things were going in the second half of last year, the way he was playing, and they want to keep as much the same as possible. 
I mean, the other team this reminds me of is San Fran because the Niners have three quarterbacks, and I think everybody agrees, well, they've got three quarterbacks that are there because there's some injury concerns, and they want to make sure they've got somebody that's going to be able to play, and, and Sam Darnold's there, and you know we've talked about the discussion between the two, and it feels like the same thing in Pittsburgh, but it's not really being discussed. Hmm. And if you go back and watch Kenny Pickett last year, he did show signs of improvement late in the season, but I don't know that anybody looks back at last year and says, oh, he completely lit the league up. Like so, Nobody ran away with it. Kenny Pickett played well down the stretch, but he didn't run away with he's the guy. Like, I mean, he's the guy, but I, th- I think he's the guy because he's their draft pick, and Trubisky didn't play well enough where – you know, Pickett was going to have to wait. And we definitely, you know, have no expectation for Mason Rudolph at this point. I mean, he's had a couple opportunities, um, and he didn't take them either. So it, we talked about we talked about the whole Zach Wilson thing. And, and, and the one thing that resonated when I was listening to Q talk about it is you got to see what you got. You, you got to get reps to develop. And I think Pittsburgh – really wants to see Kenny Pickett be the guy for multiple reasons. It's great for business if Kenny Pickett develops into a franchise guy that can lead them um, the way they need to be leaded. I mean, this it's a, it's such a traditional um, franchise. They, they have done it so well where they've only had X amount of coaches, X amount of quarterbacks, you know, and, and that's been, that's been their thing. It's a staple of of what Pittsburgh represents. So I think there's a lot riding on Kenny Pickett being that guy for for the Steelers. But he didn't by any means run away with it like, yep, there's our starter. This is the future. This is what we have to look forward to, even though I think he did give uh, Steelers fans some some positive moments uh, to take away before the season was over. I mean, the numbers aren't great overall. I mean – you know, seven touchdowns, nine picks. Like, he, he improved late in the season. But, yeah, there's just, like, you you look at it, but it's just, it's interesting that it it's sort of not really been, like, I think more of the conversation has been about Mike Tomlin and still keeping his never had a losing record streak going and just sort of, you know, little improvements they saw late in the season. But Pittsburgh's in kind of an interesting spot because if you look at that division, and you just look at who they're going to be dealing with in that division, I, I think it's it's pretty obvious they've got the worst quarterback situation in the AFC North. And how many teams around the NFL who have the worst quarterback situation in the division do you look at and go, oh, yeah, that's a team that I, I'm, not, I'm not concerned about. That's going to be a team that will be contending next year. Like, feels like there's some bigger issues there than, than maybe it's kind of been overlooked because of the Lamar Jackson story, Joe Burrow's extension, Deshaun Watson's fetish, and there's the Pittsburgh oh, Steelers. I mean, it's true, and there's the Pittsburgh Steelers who are kind of floating there, sitting at the bottom, and I, I don't know how optimistic Steeler fans are going to be heading into next year. I've said it before, man. I have nothing against the guy. just haven't really enjoyed oh, watching the it. film of Matt Canada's offense. Oh, I mean, I, I'm just – I feel like <sighs> – they, if they move on from Kenny Pickett, you know, Matt Canada somehow then has, has survived. And I think Pittsburgh stands could probably relate to that. I mean, first off, Kenny was a, a rookie quarterback, so he's going to go through some growing pains. But 
it doesn't matter who you talk to. And, and I'm not the only one who's been critical of it. Ask Ben Roethlisberger. You know, he, he's openly talked about it as well. And he obviously has more equity built up with the Pittsburgh Steelers fan base. So I'm just saying if, if the Steelers really want to take a good hard look at why their offense isn't clicking on all cylinders, might want to look at the execution, the, the, the scheme and all that, and, and how all that's being done with the guy calling the plays. Because that's been going on for a while now. And I, I don't really see it getting that much better. Why is he still there? If- I, I, I mean, I think you know, maybe LeVar could speak to this uh, better than I, but I think sometimes as, as a coach you become you know, loyal to your assistants – maybe even loyal to a fault. Um, it's, it's, it's hard to move on from guys at times. And, and sometimes, you know, the, the grass isn't always greener with the next guy who comes in. You know, I, I think any, you know, the, the tough thing about any, you know, bright budding star that's an offensive mind, he's only going to be there for a short amount of time if he's as advertised. If he's good. Yeah, if he's as good. Because eventually he's just going to move on to become head coach shortly. So, yeah. um, I mean, is Matt Canada getting head coaching interviews? I don't recall. I don't recall yeah. hearing of him no. getting any type of interview or yeah. attention. I've only heard you talk about him, to be honest, which which is interesting. You know, no, I'm well, not the only one. Actually, yeah, actually, now that I'm thinking been about openly, it, I can yeah, see some articles. Been, yeah, there's been a couple others. Well, I'm just talking about guys I respect. I was thinking, but there are a couple more that actually have brought him up. So, um. Yeah, I wouldn't be able to speak better to it, but I I think that there's accuracy to what you're saying, is that this team could improve under different leadership at that offense coordinator role. That's, you know, it it just the offense hasn't been up to snuff um, for a little bit, you know, what, the last two seasons at least? Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, it's just – it's one of those things, you know. They they maybe they learn the hard way. Um, that uh, <laughs> okay, yeah. Well, yeah. I can keep them coming if you want. <laughs> oh so. no, there's there's <laughs> after I stopped and thought about it. After I stopped and thought about it, I was you know, you know. So, uh, anyway, yeah. They, I mean, it, it, we'll see what happens. We'll see. Maybe this is the year that his his offense takes takes hold, takes shape. So, just so we have this clear, Brady Quinn, Ben Roethlisberger. Did I see uh, Terry Bradshaw as well, too? Steve uh, Smith's in there. I mean, okay. I just, they're, 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 right. Look, again, I'm, I'm not trying to be critical of the person. I'm just saying what I see on film with that offense, it lacks creativity, it lacks a lot of things, and that's not, you know, it, it's been that way since he's been a play caller. I think Steelers fans feel that. You watch other offenses, other systems, you know, you, you just you see more creativity, you see more guys running wide open. It's not, a, it's not a lack of skill or personnel. They've got plenty of talent. And their offensive line they've invested into, and it's much improved. So there's, there's just a number of things that I think aren't really clicking for them, and I think it has a lot to do with you know, who's calling the plays in that offense. Well, I mean, the good news is because there's so many quarterbacks that have been brought back. If it doesn't work out with Kenny Pickett, Matt Canada can just spin the chamber and go right to Trubisky or Mason Rudolph after that. I mean, they'll be able to get through a season. Just go from quarterback to quarterback. There's enough options there now. I think Tanner Morgan's also the fourth quarterback there as well, too. I mean, just bring them all in. Like, let's bring it like all the great old school Pittsburgh Steelers, Neil O'Donnell, Bubby Brister, like, you name it. Let's just get them all in, LeVar. Come on. Mm. Let's run the gamut. Why not? 
Yeah, what's his? Uh, was it uh, Mark Malone? Was he Mark the other Malone? one? Mike Tomzak. Mike Tomzak. What a poll. Is he an Ohio guy? Yeah, Tomzak. Yeah, went to Ohio State. Good dude. Love Mike Tomzak. He was always like really cool to me. Like when I was a fan, fan and used to go to Latrobe to to see them. The Rolling um, Rock after practice there. <laughs> so it, it is so, like, <laughs> yeah, okay. I mean, I was I wasn't at that age that I was hanging around and watching the Steelers uh, practice. but From the glass um, line tanks of old Latrobe, we present to thee. Yeah, but uh, yeah, I mean, it was that, he was he was a cool dude, man. I can remember going to those those practices and seeing Greg Lloyd and, and, and seeing Kevin Green, like, to see that, like, to think about it now as an adult, like, it's kind of p- pretty interesting to think that I got to see those guys, like, in practice, you know, it's like the Steelers had one of those teams that had figures and, and, you know, guys that were just larger than life, man. Like Bill Cowher. I mean, starting with Bill Cowher, it was just they guys were just larger than life, man. But Mike Tomzak was like Mike Tomzak was the one who came up to me. I was in high school. Um, he came up to me during, during one of the practices like, I know who you are. You know what I mean? I was like, man, that's pretty freaking cool, man. Like, he was like, yeah, man, I'll be coming to your games. And I had no, I had known that a, like a few Steelers because I played in my high school is where a lot of the Steelers lived. And, and so, like, I had heard of, like, you know, when, when Steelers would show up and, and come to the games, people would say, you know, such and such is around and such and such and they used to say tom zach used to come to a lot of our games so it's pretty cool man it's pretty cool getting acknowledged by him tom zach was really like he had a, a lasting impression on me um as a younger dude just because of how he treated me by the way how about this mike tom zach kind of ties this whole show together all right ohio state obviously in columbus not far from dublin where brady grew up pittsburgh steeler you know lavar's beloved team when he was a child and still, still my team and he was born in illinois just like me so like oh, just seeing how, how that mammoth. whole no not mammoth it's definitely uh, not uh, you uh, were born in illinois uh, listen i mean uh you can kind of say listen. that you can kind of say that calumet city i believe so not mammoth yeah. and not mom so hold on well, what do you mean you could kind of say that like well, you listen, were just either born where you were born or you weren't right i've got ties there were ties there to i mean were you born there or not Listen, I mean, I'm not here to split hairs. Some would say technically I was born in Southern California, but I've got family in Illinois, and that's where the roots lie. So I'm going to go ahead and count that and round up. That's what I'm going to count it by. Hey, the point really is, ostracized like the Southern California community because you don't claim it, and you keep trying to claim somewhere that you weren't born, you've never lived. Mike Tom's that guy. And he tries point to claim is, Mexico, too. I could, first he of does. all, you're Birdo, a nomad, bro. Hold on a second, Berto. Berto that's because he he told me one time he's he feels like he's conquered, you know, that country. So, I mean, that's oh, that oh. is not. That I is mean, not technically true. he did. That, that, <laughs> I mean, technically he did. He, that's that's that is he, not well, true. Well, what, what's took, not true? He, I mean, he took over. He he's yeah. a conquistador. Yeah, like <laughs> Brady tried to call me the executioner one time, and I said, oh, I you never just said knock that. it off. Oh, you no. just knock that's it off right now. Oh, that was that was Floyd Mayweather Senior. Said, or Roger Mayweather is Remember the Alamo. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Serio. 
Cereal. It is two pros and a cup of Joe here on Fox Sports Radio. LeVar Arrington, Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox with you. And you can listen to this show as always on the iHeartRadio app. And you can probably listen to that all the way down in Mexico, I believe, on the iHeartRadio app. All right. So coming up next, though, interesting inside details on how a deal got done in the National Football League. We'll have those for you. That's next. Be sure to catch live editions of Two Pros and a Cup of Joe with Brady Quinn, Lavar Arrington, and Jonas Knox weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern, 3 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Be sure to catch live editions of Two Pros and a Cup of Joe with Brady Quinn, Lavar Arrington, and Jonas Knox weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern, 3 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. And you know O'Reilly Auto Parts, you know, o o o O'Reilly, who are in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offer friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced a brake light fix or a quick service they'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice you'll find the employees at o'reilly auto parts are knowledgeable helpful and best of all friendly and by the way i was just at o'reilly not that long ago within the last month and guess what needed some help with the alternator had some questions with the batteries they helped me right away and did it right there in the parking lot the professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts are your one-stop shop for all things auto, do-it-yourself, and you can find what you need in-store or online. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit them at O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, We've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. (sighs) Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Two pros and a cup of Joe. Fox Sports Radio, LeVar Arrington, Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox with you here. Coming up, uh, we'll call it about 20 minutes from now from these TireRack.com studios. We are going to have some over-unders. All right, so we're going to have some over-unders as we get you set for a busy weekend in the world of sports and beyond. So those will be yours here again 20 minutes from now here on FSR. Also going to tabulate some of the numbers, some of the scores from the golfers that we selected out of a hat yesterday here on the show which is always a fun little experience. Uh, nobody seems to ever win except for Eddie and LeVar in those situations for some oh, reason. Whatever. So feels like uh, that's where this is probably going to be It's only been again. one time, and it was Eddie that won. 
Yeah, but you're only as good as your last time, you know? But why'd you throw me in there? I didn't win. Yeah, but you usually went over-unders. Okay. I'm just... Listen, I'm trying to be positive here. Yeah, no, no. No, it's cool. What do you... (laughs) What's the problem? No problem. (laughs) Who's he talking to? Um, So, uh, before we get to uh, the update on our scores from the PGA Championship... There was a fun little video that made the rounds uh, yesterday in which they showed the Giants war room, the draft room, if you will call it, and just sort of the movements and the things that they were doing to try and make sure they landed the players they want. So they ended up drafting uh, center uh, John Michael Schmitz out of Minnesota, wide receiver Jalen Hyatt from Tennessee, but they had to move back up to take Hyatt because there was some concern that maybe he wouldn't be there. There was a trade with the Bears that was involved and sort of they release this video and the discussion back and forth between Joe Shane, between Brian Dayball, the head coach, Dayball texting Sean McVay at some point to see whether or not they could work out a deal to move back up to take Hyatt. All of this did was reconfirm to me, I got to get to a draft room. I want to be in an NFL draft room so bad. Like, mm. it's it's right up there with I got to see a tornado in person. Mm. I want to be in an NFL draft room because the way this whole thing was done, and it's on Twitter, you go to cbssports.com and find the link to it as well, too, just to see the stress that Joe Shane ha- had. And my favorite part was when Brian Dayball looks at Joe Shane and just says, all right, so, I mean, we want two players. We're either going to get a guy who's going to start at center for us or we'll land uh, Jalen Hyatt. I mean, whatever. Like, no no big deal. And just to see how everything worked out and how they kind of navigated around that whole situation, we got to get into a draft room. This show live from a draft room. At some I think point. the question is, what are you willing, Jonas, to do in order to get into that draft room? I mean, I'll pay. That's where the conversation starts. I'll pay. Uh, okay, I how much? I don't think they would care about that, though. Yeah. You don't think they would care about that? I mean, no. how much you willing to pay? Okay. Um, what's a reasonable <laughs> price? How much you willing to pay? <sighs> uh, I'll give him two hundred bucks. Yeah, I don't think that's gonna do it. Okay, what do you? What price do you well, think would get me in a war room or a draft room? I, I, I'm gonna say it's gonna be thousands. And let's move off that because I just I, I don't think you're gonna be willing to pay that. <laughs> so, what are you willing to do in order to get in that draft room? <laughs> Give them um, some, give, you want to give them some like uh, winning, winning, you know, options. See, I think that you're trying to allude to potentially in a, just a nasty rumor that's out there that I was willing to do something if Tony Romo got a certain amount of money from CBS, and that's again. I, I wasn't saying rumor. that. I'm just yeah, saying, so I, I, what would you be willing to do in, in this case in order to make that happen? Uh, to sit in a draft room, I would be willing to. Oh man. I tell, I tell you what I'd be willing to do. I would be willing to participate in your charity golf tournament in salmon pants. Salmon-colored pants. Yeah, I, I don't think that's getting you in either. Like, what does that have to do with what we're talking about? Because I'm willing to sacrifice my appearance and my presence fashion-wise to make sure that I can get in a draft war room. That's what I'm willing to do. It's very interesting. And I'll pay $200. I'll add the $200 on top of that. Mm. You know, that's, or, that's that's not really moving the needle. Or, I was hoping you'd come up with something more creative, but this is just falling flat. Be, well, because I, I know, I think I know where you're trying to go with this, and I don't want to get Where is he trying fired. to go? You know? go? Go where he's trying to go. I don't want to go where he's trying to go. I, I think I'm you're, not going you're making a lot of assumptions right now. I'm just trying to figure out 
what you're willing to do. You you keep talking this up. What are you willing to do? Uh, all right. Forget about all that because uh, this is going to enter into a dark place, and I don't Whoa. know if anybody's ready for that on a Friday morning. Whoa, do that's, where, guys, that's where he's asking where you're willing you, to go? See, the problem is you guys, you guys can't relate because you know what it's like to get your name called in the first round of the draft. So you're on a pedestal. The rest of us peons, the rest of us also-rans who have never been drafted in anything, we just want to feel and know what the moment is like and what the situation is like. And I'm telling you, if we pull some strings – you guys have enough goodwill within the National Football League. I'm telling you, we could make this happen and be inside a draft war room because the way that whole thing was broken down on the giant social media and the way they put this thing out was fantastic. And just to see the stress levels of everybody and then the celebration when they landed who they wanted, that like all the crap we hear, all the rumors, the bogus reports that are out there before the draft. I want to see what it's like behind the scenes when we find out, oh, yeah, that was all crap. Like, I want to see Mike Vrabel get pissed when he finds out in real time as the camera's in the draft room. Oh, yeah, we traded away A.J. Brown. Like, I want to be in the room for all of that stuff because that was fascinating to watch yesterday how Dayball and Joe Shane navigated that whole situation. I watch, think that's man. part of the reason, though, why you're not going to get in the room because people probably wouldn't trust you to witness all that and not say anything Oof. or you know, not make up some sort of ridiculous lie about what actually took place. I'm not a canary. Come on, you know that. Uh, well, you're, you're a Chucky. No, no snitching here. That's <laughs> insulting. You're a Chucky Cheese. That is insulting. Look, I gave you a chance to, to try to find some other way. I told uh, you I'd of, pay 200 bucks. If that's not enough, they can kiss my ass. They got enough money, the NFL does. That's uh, not enough. Yeah. Jeez. Sorry, man. Right. How are you going to take that hard of a stance, Jonas? Yeah. You're really trying to get into bad. their war rooms. Yeah. What are you willing to pay for it? You for guys me? don't. Do you guys have any interest in going to a draft room and seeing Only, the no, only to done? see your face. Why? You know, only to see how you'd react to it. I would sit there and mind my own business. You know how I, I know work. you would. How I but operate I in public. I just hang out. <laughs> that is, I just that is true. Jonas is the guy that just chills in the corner of the room, doesn't say a word to I anyone. Literally. I, not interested. <laughs> hey, we're in a friendly setting. Feel free to say hi to people, introduce yourself. Nah, nope. I'm good. Nope. Doesn't I mean, do every anything. once in a while he takes a knee, though. You know, he is a knee taker. Well, because I'm a gentleman. Oh, okay. <laughs> I, I met I met Lavar's wife, and I shook her hand and bent the knee, and his bent daughter. Yeah, like a true gentleman. <laughs> oh That's what I do. Okay. Class act through and through. Well, I'm glad you bent the knee on real turf. Yeah. Real, real grass. Yeah. You know, <laughs> if it was artificial, you might have caught a knee injury doing it. So, yeah. and you think about it, 32 more non-contact knee, knee injuries take oh, place Trish. on artificial turf. So, American Grass Seed Company Pennington is on a mission to ban turf fields with their hashtag flip the turf movement. So, go to Pennington.com slash flip the turf now to learn more and sign the petition for teams to hashtag flip the turf to real grass. All right, so speaking of real grass, there's real grass at the PGA Championship. And if some of these golfers don't perform well, their their ass is grass. You know what I'm saying? Lead the wow. lap. Where do we stand? We drew from a hat yesterday. I, was that your hat we drew from also? That is, yes, it was my hat. Yeah, I think everybody's oh. hands smelled like Todd afterwards. But Ew. the Ew. point is, we all, we all drew from Lee's hat yesterday. Good names God. for the PGA Championship at uh, Oak Hill or Oak Lawn, whatever they want to call it today. 
And uh, what are the results after the first round in early to the second round right now? Well, right now, we'll just start from the uh, the back of the pack. Jason Day was picked by Roberto. Jason Day showed up to the course without practicing at all. So you might guess that he didn't shoot that well. He actually actually is plus six and tied for 115th. Why didn't he practice? He uh, I think He's a he... bum, that's why. <laughs> he just won last week. Jeez, Berto. <laughs> He literally just won millions last week. Don't be lazy. <laughs> Jeez. Great wow. point. My, I don't I let mean, my daughter miss a practice. Come on. I, he, he might have some other, you know, conflicts and things going on in his life. It's no excuse. We drew from a hat. He said he was exhausted and uh, fatigued, probably from winning the week before. Jeez. Oh, huh. Lazy. Unacceptable. A wibble. Guys, also, uh, Patrick Cantlay. Uh, for Brady, you picked Patrick Cadley, and Lavar, you guys picked Cameron Young. You guys are tied, plus four over, tied oh, for seventy sixth. You guys, okay. Well, we've got some work to do, Lavar. A little bit oh, of work. Geez. That's 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 okay. Well, okay. well, let's find out where Jonas is at. Jonas and Eddie are also tied. Uh, Jonas, you picked Xander, Xander Sheffley, and you did, Eddie, Jonas. you picked Brooks Kepka. You guys are plus two, and for me, I am in the lead. I picked Scotty Scheffler, who was the only one under par. He's minus three. He's tied for second, and of course, Bryson DeChambeau's in first right now, minus four. How about that? Uh, I thought lab. Cole was in first. Who was in first? Eric Cole or something like that. Oh, Eric, I don't know. Eric Cole is uh, t- also tied for second. He's already shot gotcha. for. T- he's already shot today. Uh, he yeah. He's three he's under. Shot today. Yeah. Yep. He's already out there. Three under. They started before. Wow, that's an early tee time. Because it got a. They didn't finish yesterday, right? Because it got dark. That's correct. Yeah, they got played. Yeah, I'm just trying to figure out what would be the first tee time where you could see well yeah. enough to play. I mean, that's what's great about uh, Eddie being here. He can provide us all the details on that Seriously. throughout the course of the show here. This is actually through 16. Yeah, yeah. correct. I don't, know, I don't know why Lee's trying to take Eddie's spot here. I mean, this is insulting. Disrespectful. You know? I can't believe it. It is. Uh, but speaking of which, uh, for all the latest from the PGA Championship, it is Eddie Garcia. Thanks, Jonas. You got we'll, it, Eddie. We'll start with the PGA Championship, where they are concluding the first round after yesterday's uh, opening day of action was suspended because of couple of hours of delay due Damn. to frost on the ground. Uh, so they are wrapping up. And Eric Cole did have the lead, but, uh-oh, a double uh-oh. bogey the first hole of the day today. Oh, no. Uh, he followed it up with a par, but right now, as Lee mentioned, he is now one shot back, tied with four other players at three under par. So Bryson DeChambeau, currently your leader at four under. We had the NBA playoffs uh, resuming last night with Game 2 of the Western Conference Finals. Nuggets were trailing the Lakers at home to start the fourth quarter, but then outscored L.A. in that final quarter, 32-24. to Jamal Murray, 37 points 23 of those points coming in that final fourth quarter and Nicole Jokic another triple double 23 points 17 rebounds 12 assists in the win for Denver for LA LeBron James and Austin Reeves each had 22 points Anthony Davis 18 points on four of 15 shooting from the field Denver with a 2-0 series lead they're 8-0 at home this postseason game number three coming up Saturday in LA where the Lakers have yet to lose at home 6-0 NHL Stanley Cup playoffs opening game of the Eastern Conference Finals in Raleigh North Carolina decided in the final seconds of a fourth overtime. Panthers get a Matthew Kachuk goal in sudden death for the 3-2 victory over the Hurricanes. The goalies combined to stop 80 consecutive shots in the overtimes before the game-winning goal. Winning goalie Sergei Bobrovsky at 65 saves in net. So Florida with a 1-0 series lead, winning the sixth longest playoff game 
in NHL history. Now back to Brady Quinn, the Arrington, and Jonas Knox and TireRack.com, Fox Sports Radio Studios. Thanks, Eddie. By the way, Eddie, did you see Patrick Mahomes is trying to sell the city of Kansas City to the Coyotes because uh, apparently their NHL team is tired of playing in front of 13 people. And so, uh, well, I think their fans are probably also tired of having a crappy hockey team to watch (laughs) and having to drive out to Glendale for a few years. But yes, I did see that, Jonas. What's the plan right now? They're going to play at like a temporary venue in in Tempe. Is that is that right? Yeah, they're playing at the uh, Arizona State brand new facility, which is like uh, 3,000 folks. They played there last year. They're going to play there this coming year. And after that, who knows? That's like an ECHL arena. Maybe a little smaller, actually. Yeah, it actually is because uh, North Charleston was five thousand, I think, five or eight thousand. So it's always about Charleston, isn't it? Well, listen, I mean, that's where uh, America started, you know. What? As far as I'm concerned, in uh, Charleston. Yeah, I don't know. Huh. Uh, but that's a new huh. one. So, as far as they go, they can't share the arena with the Suns because I remember you. Well, they that- do have a new owner, the Suns. Remember, it's Nikola Jokic's buddy. So oh, so may- maybe he might be open to a uh, little something, something. As long as they pay the right price. Of well, of course. Okay. I mean, because remember the Penguins, they almost took LeVar and I's Penguins from Pittsburgh to Kansas City. That was a real move. That was a real threat that that was going to happen years ago. And I think Mario I think, Lemieux stepped in. I think Hamilton, Ontario was another possible destination, too. Yeah. Imagine the Penguins in Kansas City. That's depressing. Doesn't even sound right. Okay, but what about the Coyotes? <sighs> Maybe? Would they be better off in Arizona or Kansas City, Eddie? I think if they move anywhere, they'd go to Houston. Ooh, H Town. They've got an owner there. The, the owner of the Rockets is it Fertitta? Uh, has, oh, yeah. has said he's uh, he's willing to let them play there at the uh, arena where the Rockets play. God, what a mess! You think there are any Coyote fans left? Uh, I'm sure there are a hearty few, but they, they, the team has not made it easy on them. That's for sure. Yeah, yeah. So it's unfortunate. Uh, all right, so there it is. That is your update on the Arizona Coyotes potentially going to Kansas City here on this show. I mean, there's nothing we can't do. <laughs> like you talk about a well-rounded radio program. It's what we do here on this show, especially on a football Friday. It is two pros and a cup of joe here on Fox Sports Radio. All right, so coming up next, we are going to have some over-unders. We are going to take a closer look ahead to things in the world of sports and beyond, and we're going to gamble our asses off to them right here on FSR. Be sure to catch live editions of Two Pros and a Cup of Joe with Brady Quinn, Lavar Arrington, and Jonas Knox weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern, 3 a.m. Pacific. Hey, I'm Doug Gottlieb. The podcast is called All Ball. We usually talk all basketball all the time, but it's more about the stories about what made these people love their sport and all the interesting interactions along the way. We talk to coaches. We talk to players. We tell you stories. You download it, you listen to it, I think you'll like it. Listen to All Ball with Doug Gottlieb on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, it's Jonas Knox, and you know O'Reilly Auto Parts, you know, O-O-O-O'Reilly, who are in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offer friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free, in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield 
wipers replaced, a brake light fix, or a quick service, they'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help. Whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice, you'll find the employees at O'Reilly Auto Parts are knowledgeable, helpful, and best of all, friendly. And by the way, I was just at O'Reilly not that long ago, within the last month, and guess what? Needed some help with the alternator, had some questions with the batteries, they helped me right away, and did it right there in the parking lot. The professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts are your one-stop shop for all things auto, do-it-yourself, and you can find what you need in-store or online. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit them at O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Two pros and a cup of Joe. Fox Sports Radio, LeVar Arrington, Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox with you. Coming up top of next hour. We could have ourselves the potential return of a former MVP in the NFL. So we'll get into that for you again a little over 10 minutes from now from the TireRack.com studios. Before we get to another edition of Over-Unders, though, want to let you know we are brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Progressive makes bundling easy and affordable. Get a multi-policy discount by combining your motorcycle, RV, boat, ATV, and more. All your protection in one place. Bundle and save at Progressive.com. Time to put your money where your mouth is. I have been losing. You know you're a lying, low-life gambling degenerate. It's over under. All right, lead the lap. How did we do last week first? Guys, last week we had talked about Knicks at Heat. Uh, the over-under on that Friday game was two and a half, 208 and a half. Jonas and LeVar, you guys were correct with the under where Miami... Took t- took the series ninety six ninety two. We also looked at the Panthers at Maple Leafs. Brady was correct that the uh, Panthers would end the series there. It would not go past Game Five. And then lastly, Lavar was correct that Warriors at Lakers. Anthony Davis would score under twenty four and a half on that Friday game. He scored seventeen. Lavar took last week. What I tell you? What up, Lavar? Keeping what the streak going. What up, Var? What up, hey, stick, hey guys? Hey. Palos. Killing it, Lavar. Thank you. Cereal. What up, Barrington? Cereal. How many of these do we do? I, I mean, do we just do it by day? Is that how this works? What do you mean? Like these overrunners for last Friday when we did them? Yeah. Yeah, that's last oh, week. Okay. Lee, I think Lee just picked the ones that were the most noteworthy because we do five a week. That is correct. Everybody was wrong. Everybody picked the under on the Renegades versus Defenders. That game did go over the 48 points. Hey, in the how about big game Bob Stoops? Yeah. Round of applause for the guy coming Bobby. up big. All he does is win. By win, the way, win. you think Bob Stoops had a cocktail after that game or no? Hell yeah. 
<laughs> what about during the game? They get no. Oh, Stoops Allen, be professional. Yeah, yeah. Be professional. No hip flask. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, what did you say, Lee? A little hip flask. <laughs> Wait, what? A hip you, flask. You, yeah, what is flask? it? How do you have a uh... Lee? How do you know about that? Back, a little back pocket. <laughs> oh, Todd, how do you know about that trick, Lee? Show. This isn't Hoosiers. I got one right now. <laughs> right, he's, he's Dennis Hopper. Right Gene Katie on the sideline. You know, <laughs> he's, 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 yeah, he's Dennis Hopper. Yeah. Uh, just having a flask of, uh, what was it, that flask? What is your go-to in a flask, Lee? Whiskey? Uh, it could be whiskey or uh, yeah, sometimes tequila, but whiskey. Jeez. All right, let's get into this. We're out of time. <laughs> depends, right. depends on the event. All right, guys. Heat at Celtics. Game two. Jimmy Butler. Points, rebounds, and assists. Over, under 40 and a half. Wait, for all those combined? That is correct. Oh, over. Yeah, I'm going to go over. I'll take the under. Hmm. Got a, I'll got take a the under. So let's see here. Jonas is going to go Boston lost first game. Got a hunch. Now they're okay. Listen, don't don't, 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 don't copy off down. my paper. Don't copy yeah. off my paper, all right? You're not going to get the, the answers here from this test from me. Lee, I got this under control. I'm going to take the under, Lee. Under. Moving on to game three, Saturday between the Nuggets and Lakers. Jokic, same thing. Points, rebounds, and assists. Over, under, set at 52 and a half. That's a big number. If he goes 20, 10, and 10, it hits the under by a lot. Right. I mean, the thing is, he had, what, 17 rebounds last yeah. night? Yeah. <laughs> First I mean, of all, the fact that that's the number tells you how good he is, that it's yeah. 52 and a I, half and it's even I'm going to take the under. I still think he posts a triple-double, <laughs> but golly. If he scores, like, 35, 10, and 5. You hit the under. I'm going to take I mean, the under as well, too. The Lakers have to hit one of these games, right? Yes, they do. Okay. I'm going to take the under. Damn. All right, fellas, we got Stanley <laughs> Cup Conference Final Stars oh, at Golden Knights. Man. Who cares? Game one. Five and a half. <laughs> don't really care about the cats. That'd be $10. Five and a half over under. Uh, under. I'll take the under as well, too. It was nice seeing a 3-2 hockey game last night. I'll take the over. About time. <laughs> take that many overtimes, too. You appreciate that. Yeah, I just I love low-scoring hockey in the playoffs. I, I would have been fine after the first overtime. After we got the result in the fourth overtime, <laughs> that's like after the first, I'm like, you know what? Thinking back on it, they should just end it at that. By the way, Wayne Gretzky wanted no part of that after oh, about so one tired. overtime. Oh. <laughs> Guys, eight horses in the Preakness. Post position for the winner, four and a half. Uh, under. There might be four and a half deaths. Jeez. Oh, yeah, I'm going to take the over, Lee. I'm going to take the over. Oh, Lord. Well, I'm going to take the under now. One down. <laughs> Finally, Devin Haney versus Lomachenko. Ten and a half is the uh, over-under on rounds. Oh, mm. under. I'll take the over. Yeah, I'm going to take the over. Not exactly knockout punchers. It's going to be no, a fun fight. Not this one. It'll be a knockout. LeVar, LeVar who you got in that? You, you want Loma? I got Haney. Uh, I'll take Loma with the plus but money. I, think I got Haney be, too. I, I think it's going to be a bad one. decision. Dub truck fist. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> Get off my shtick, man. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. 
You need parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Auto Parts. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex.